This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified mechanic. And we're going to talk about engines today. Hello, Allison. Hello. How was racing in the <laughs> rain last weekend? In the rain, the cold, the wind. Uh, it, it was hard. I, I mean, no one really did the times they wanted to. Everyone's sliding around, so we just made the best of it. But were there any <laughs> uh, accidents, or did everyone, even though they were racing, took were slower and took precautions? Uh, I mean, people were spinning out and stuff, and, but you can do that just on a regular day. But when it's got some a little, even a little bit of rain, um, it'll make you spin out. I spun out. I mean, you know, but you're only going into second gear at the highest speed that you're at, so it's not real, real dramatic. It's a lot of fun to spin out. <laughs> well, and you're on the autocross uh, tarmac of an airport, so <laughs> if you spin out, you're just going to hit some rubber cones. Yeah, that's it. So the autocross is extremely safe. So no one worry. Nothing. nothing there were no wrecks. There's no way to run into anything or anyone. So, you're and this was the national competition. Was that right? Yes, yes. It was. Uh, we hosted a national competition in Grenada. We overwhelmed them with a whole bunch of racers running around. Um, it ended up being, I think, 206 people that competed individual people competed next to the about 30 that's normally there right so a lot of people came in uh to grenada and basically that's an event it's just hosted in different locations all all the whole race season it's all over america so we just got our chance to host it so it went it went very well as far as that goes were there many mississippians who had registered or qualified for this national competition there were there were a lot but we had people from new york state wisconsin so we had some people from pretty much everywhere uh from the middle of the uh, the united states over it was it was a lot of different people i just wouldn't expect it people from texas people from north carolina came so we had quite a diverse group of folks there did you did you hear any talk was did you get any feedback what did what did they think about the magnolia state or grenada or the weather. <laughs> I don't think it was too good of an impression. <laughs> Our food was very, very good there. It was a uh, really, really good cater. So maybe, and it was Southern barbecue and that sort of thing. So maybe they really liked that. <laughs> All right. We talked last week. Uh, you have a couple of events coming up. Uh, remind yes, us do. about the Brandon Library event. Yes. Um, I'm hosting an auto workshop. We're going to be going over your basic stuff. What? Why do you check your fluid? Where is your, your fluid? How to change a tire on the side of the road uh, um, and, and any other topic that anyone has a question on that comes up but um, just basic your basic stuff like that and that's at the Spillway it's the Northwest Point Library on Spillway Road and it's next to the fire station there um, and it's so it's real easy to find it's in that parking lot that we'll be doing it so May 7th on a Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. and that's in Brandon and Rankin County in Brandon mm-hmm. I know my oldest daughter uh, well both daughters were in the girls scouts and they had an automotive care clinic that they got to participate in uh, to learn how to do all of that nice. uh, that's great yeah I, I really encourage teens it's gonna be a lot of teens in school but you know if they if they have anyone you know kids 
uh, are welcome to it, but, you know, they'll be in school. But I do want to host one for school-age kids at some point, maybe during the summer or something like that. So that's really good. I, I encourage that kind of thing. All right. And then you have another one is the South Life Car Show. Yes. So May 11th, uh, we'll be out there at the Mississippi Brave Stadium. We are really, we've got high hopes for this show. And then it's this is more diverse than just seeing the American classic muscle cars that you see usually at your Southern shows. We're going to have uh, just all kinds of different cars there. A lot of tuner cars like Fast and Furious style if you're into that. So a little little different. Um, so that's that's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. I hope to see some people out with that. And I believe it starts at about 10 o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, and that's at Trustmark Park in Trustmark Pearl, Park. also in, in Rankin County. Mm-hmm. And this will be... It, individuals standing next to their cars it's just kind of a car show yeah they're entering they want to win so there'll be awards given for different things on the car so they are they paid to enter they paid to be there and and register their cars all right and this is is this a fundraiser or is it uh is it free to for the public to go or do they need to will they buy tickets when they get there oh it's it's for cara actually the the animal rescue um i forget what all cara stands for but there so you can bring dog food you can bring blankets you can bring anything that they would need at a shelter so it is it is a charity drive oh fantastic well that's all good to know so uh first let's go into uh what is in the news this week and I have been interested to see about the New York International Auto Show. It's going to open to the public on Friday but uh, yesterday and today Reporters have been let in, and they've let people know about some of the vehicles. And some of the vehicles in the show that they've been excited about is a longer, sportier 2020 Ford Escape that will go on sale this fall. The plug-in hybrid should deliver more than 30 miles on battery power alone. The 2020 Nissan Versa is going to add a front automatic braking with pedestrian detection, rear automatic braking, lane departure warning and automatic high beams that are going to be standard on this lower priced car and also uh, adaptive cruise control and blind spot alert will be optional the 2020 Cadillac CT5 will feature a new design the link 2020 Lincoln Corsar and the 2020 Honda Sonata in venue are new the 2020 Subaru Outback has a new version of its compact uh, SUV and the 2020 Highlander a fuel-saving hybrid drivetrain and comprehensive list of driver assistance features will vie for headlines with passenger space and ease of entry exit. I guess they're having a better third-row seat of passengers on that Highlander. Yep. All right. So now let's get into engines. I know <laughs> next to nothing about engines. And so I, how, how are engines measured? Yeah, well, the the actual size of the engine is measured in cubic inches, and then there's the cc's, which is the actual combustion chamber, um, the actual amount of volume in there. So two different ways it's measured, and then how much power it gives is the horsepower, and that's a measurement. I'm not going to get into the details of that because it's it's a little bit confusing of how they measure horsepower, but um, so that's how much power that your your horse has. Your okay. I'm sorry, your engine has and the different cylinders 
are there four, six, eight? What, what, what? The cylinders are what hold the pistons. Yeah. The, so a cylinder holds the piston. That's where the gas explodes and pushes the cylinder down and basically turns your wheels. And it's configured in. There's actually three cylinder cars. There's five cylinder cars, but most cars are four, six, eight. Um, and just as a word of advice, no one really needs six or eight cylinder cars. Everyone should just get a four cylinder unless you race or pull something. You don't need a six or eight. Our four cylinder cars are so powerful these days, and they've been powerful for a long time. They can handle everything they used to. I, I don't. I see people driving six cylinders, and I think they don't need that. It's, it's wasted gas. So, but four cylinders are plenty strong enough these days. So the the more cylinders, the more power that your car has. Yes. Yeah. All right. And the more gas it burns. Okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna talk some more and. Continue Continue our discussion of engines when we come back from our break. Is your car under recall? We have a list of ones that are when we come back. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. Now, if you can't listen to our show all the way through live, we hope you'll find a podcast. I like to use podcast 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 addict but there's also player fm and many others here are the recalls for the week there weren't any i don't know if we're on a government shutdown again or what it is but there aren't any recalls but you can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the national highway transportation safety administration website nhtsa.gov slash recalls and inputting your VIN number. And Allison, remind everybody all the different places they can find their VIN number of their car. We've got it on the dash that's under the windshield on the driver's side and on your door. When you open your door, there's a little panel there that has your VIN number. Plus your when you get your license tag renewed and, and that information. Alright. Today uh, we are have a shortened content show because we're talking about engines. I asked uh, some of the piddly kind of questions in our last segment. Um, but now we're going to gonna get into some little bit more meat and, to, and uh, potatoes. Um, okay, looking at engine words. <laughs> v, inline, horizontal, slant. What are all of those? Why do I want one over the other? Okay, well, basically... Um most of your four cylinders are inline. They used to do more inline six cylinders. They've got something else. So it's basically the cylinders are just in a line, a straight line. Okay. And uh, they get really good horsepower like that because of the gas is spraying directly straight down into the cylinder. So mm-hmm. inline engines are just set up and they just make really good horsepower torque for what they're built. Most engines went to a V6, V8 design for the cylinders. It's easier to put it in the engine compartment, uh, easier configured. It does make the cylinder wall at a slant, but it's literally in the shape of a V where your cylinders actually go. And then you have the horizontal engines. That's like the boxer engines that are 
are in a lot of Subarus and Porsches. It's actually the cylinders go sideways and they box outward as they move oh, in and out. Okay. So a boxer engine, yeah, it's basically like putting For your arms For those of you who box. can't now, see, Allison is moving her fists as a boxer stuff. would. <laughs> okay. So those are the different types of So something setups. could be in line and at a slant. Mm-hmm. If it's a V... It's by definition would be in a slant and not That's in right. line. That's right. And if it's horizontal, it can't be a V or a slant because yeah. it's horizontal. It's straight. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And and what's a twin? Twin. That, I think what it's referring to is either twin cam or twin turbo. Okay. Uh, twin cam. Almost all cars are or dual overhead cam. Just two cams for each. Wait, what's a cam? Yeah, what's a cam? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that opens the air and and lets out the exhaust that okay. the, comes into the engine, right. and that's a little thing that turns and opens the valves. And the more you have, the more that you can get more air and more exhaust in. Okay. So dual overhead cam beats single overhead cam okay. basically. For the most part. All right. All right. And why would I want, uh, would I choose a, a, a V engine over a straight line? Or is it just if you have more cylinders, it's easier to put it in if it's a That's V? That's right. So four cylinders are in line. In line okay. four cylinders. There are, there are technically V4 engines out there. You see them on motorcycles, stuff like that. Occasionally it's not often but they're in line four but i recommend a four cylinder for for everyone unless you want to race your car you really don't need six cylinders and that's actually in line okay and uh if you get um, a six cylinder you want more power for whatever reason v6s are fine i mean they work they work really really great for a racing crap uh, application i like the inline six those are legendary engines the ones that have been in over the year you got the 2jz and the toyota and the l series and nissan um and the ones that came in the GTRs back in the day. So that's, um, you know, the the inline six is, is a performance. It's a performance. A lot of BMWs have six-cylinder inline sixes in them. They're a performance car. So you don't need that, you know, unless you're looking to race. I, I don't I don't think you need to worry about that. You stick to the four-cylinder, whatever is offered in your... And I suppose different configurations just depend on how much room is under the hood yeah. and how the manufacturer wants to... Jigsaw puzzle Basically. origami it in there. Yes, how can we fit the cylinder somewhere at some location that can work a crankshaft? That's, okay, that's it. all right. Now, what about fuel injected? And what's the opposite of fuel injected? So, the opposite of fuel injected is carbureted, okay. which um, is completely outdated technology at this point. There's okay. almost no new cars that are carbureted, and the American manufacturers were some of the last ones. They held out the longest with the old school carburation, which didn't, it wasn't as easy to get a power out of it. It's, uh, it's not as good to get emissions and that sort of thing. It's not as good to get better gas mileage. So, the carburation's old technology. Um, they didn't even teach it in my school. Okay. We barely went over it. We just touched on it, but it's 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 non-existent. If you have old muscle cars, that sort of thing, you're dealing with carbureted. But all cars these days are fuel injected. It it is a better way. But you do to diagnose it. It's a lot easier to jump on a computer and see visually what what your injectors are doing, and other parts of your system sensors that affect that. So it's different than a carburetor back in the day where you just adjusted a little bit. 
they they're you know they they had a real direct way that they worked and they didn't get as good gas mileage and the emissions were a lot worse so they all cars gone to fuel injected well then that's kind of a throwback to when we had mike marsh the founder of the uh, Eurofest auto the car shows when he talked about the need for mechanics to work on "Quote unquote antique cars because yeah. they they are different and that is a, a niche that now newer cars are manufactured separately. That's right. It's become a specialty area area like transmissions or brakes or exhaust. It's 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 something that you study that you know that specifically that's what you do and uh, and if you work in a dealership or something like that you don't you don't fool with that on a day to day basis at all. It's a specialty area. So if you have a non-fuel injected car it would behoove you to uh, speak with your mechanic your that you have a personal relationship with yeah. to learn what they're comfortable with or yeah. if you have a newer car learn to know that the mechanic has yeah. up-to-date latest knowledge right most of the mechanics that are still out there working are familiar with carbureted technology most out there but it is it's fading out it's fading out All right. So we've been talking about how engines are measured and horsepower. We've talked about uh, 6.4 and 8 cylinders. We've talked about V and inline and horizontal and slant and fuel injected. All right. Let's start and then we'll go on. And when we do the next segment, we'll get into more. what you were mentioning before a GDI. I don't even know what yeah. that means. I've so never heard that. This is what more is important than anything that we've talked about is these days, these new engine type things that they're doing. They've got the GDI and they've got turbocharged what, what engines. Is, does GDI stand for something? Gasoline direct injection. Okay. So instead of injecting the gas over the top of the intake and then intake comes in with the air and the gas comes in with the air at the same time. It is directly injected directly into the cylinder, so it never goes over the top of that intake and cleans it off. What ends up happening is that gunks up pretty quickly. So people out there who have GDI, pay attention because you'd be amazed. There are a lot of them out there on the roads, and these people do not know that you have to use the intake cleaner, uh, you know, every probably once a year at least to clean off that intake valve, or it's going to gunk up your engine. It will start running bad. All right, I hope we've teased you with that because we're going to get more into the GDI and turbo and VQ and Addison and some other engine parts when we come back. Uh, We're talking about engines. We're going to take a little break. We're going to talk about what's an unreliable car not to buy when we come back from the break. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. 
Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill, and I hope you've downloaded our app for your smartphone. It's the MPB Public Media app. As we bring you each week, Consumer Reports has a list of 108 2007 to 16 models that have a record of much worse than average overall reliability based on their subscriber responses to their annual auto survey. And today we're going to caution you about the Pontiac G6 and the model years of 2006 and 8 specifically. Their complaint is the power steering. So please consider reading up on the reliability of this car before purchasing it as a used car, suggests Consumer Reports. Uh, And carcomplaints.com is another resource for unreliable car lists, or you could see what other people are complaining about your own car. And if you're interested in reviews of new cars, Casey Williams is the automotive correspondent for WFYI, a public radio station in Indianapolis. And he's reviewed cars and covered the auto industry for 25 years. His review this week is the 2019 Ford Mustang Bullet which only comes in green and black. And there was a Steve McQueen movie, Bullet, where he drove a Mustang along the hills of San Francisco. And that's what it pays homage to. Are you, a, are you a car movie person, Allison? Yes, I need to watch a lot more. So uh, Paul Newman, Steve McQueen, you know, some these, they, I kind of idolize those guys. Right. Uh, James Dean, because they, Paul Walker from Fast and Furious, oh, right. they, they all were in car movies and then became fanatics of cars because of the cars that they had driven. Some of them already were, but it, it made it Yeah, I think that's what sad. happened with Tom Cruise when he did Days of Thunder. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. We're talking about engines today, and we had a request from the audience, Allison. What is STP? STP. All right. So that's the name of an oil company and Stone Tubal Pilots took it and used it as their logo and it looks the same as the STP logo, but I'm not sure what what exactly that stands for, okay. uh, but but that's an oil company. Okay. And it was more so back in the day. All so. right. All right. Well, we're talk- we were talking about GDI and you said that was gas... Direct injection. Direct injection. And you know, tell me about turbos. Tell me about VQs, engines. Yeah. What is all of this? Okay. Um, so the GDI is a new thing that they've been doing to get even better emissions and even more power out of a smaller amount of fuel, so better gas mileage. And uh, so you're seeing that every manufacturer just about has is, is got cars doing that, and it's just going to be more. Is that on their higher end of cars? It's all of them. No, oh, okay. it's, 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 I see it more on lower end. Uh, Hyundai was the main one, or was it, it was Kia or Hyundai that had done a lot of them at the first ones I saw really using it okay. a lot but it spread out to everyone uh, Volkswagen um, everybody and they're using that in conjunction with turbo engines because it helps with turbo lag with the way that it's set up so you're seeing a lot of GDI also with turbo these engines are different so the way you maintain them the way you drive them is different than you used to which if you have a turbo engine which there's so many out there these days on your regular economy based cars they'll turbo a four four-cylinder engine and make it a GDI engine and they get more gas mileage and more power with less fuel than they ever have in the future. So it's so becoming very widespread. Why? So what What does turbo mean? And, and this is something I would want? Turbo. Yes. It. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, turbo just basically puts more air into the engine using the exhaust flow. It spins a little turbine there and then puts more air into your, your car in a 
uh, creates more power with less use of gas because it uses your exhaust flow, which is coming out of every engine anyway. All right. Uh, at a high rate. So well, turbos Earth, are awesome. Uh, Creature Comforts just before us was talking about Earth Day, which is Monday. So if we're talking about using less fossil fuels, it would probably be better to have a four-cylinder turbo GDI engine than a V8. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so... Well, you're not going to get as much power as a V8, but you'll be a closer, a lot closer than it used to be. It 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 uh, shortens that gap between the power in there, and then of course you're getting really really good gas mileage. The thing about turbo cars, if you have a turbo car, and like I said, they're very widespread right now. You have to make sure you run your car for a little bit before you turn it off because the engine has to, the oil that goes through there has to be cooled, and even if it's water cooled, it still needs to cool down the actual turbo itself or it's going to gunk up in there and mess up your turbos and then um, you usually have gdi with that you got to clean the intake system in there so it's different than just getting and go and drive like a, a regular car it's a little different that's when we've had you talk about get in the car start the engine but then buckle your seat belt adjust the mirrors that's right fluff your hair find yes. your sunglasses to give your car a little chance to warm up so now reverse that to cool it down for a moment before you turn the car off that's actually wouldn't hurt for any car to do that. But now go ahead and undo your seatbelt, get your purse, get your glasses, take your sunglasses off, put them up, get your cell phone, and then turn your car off. In about three minutes is a, probably about a good amount of time to let it sit there before you turn it off. Allison, finish this up real quick. An Addison cycle, or what Atkinson? is the Atkinson? Um, that's in the, uh, you'll see them in a lot of hybrids, and it's just a way to get uh, more power with um with a different it's a little bit different they just basically leave the intake open a little bit longer so you're able to use less gas in your hybrid cars a lot of people are noticing their prius when they turn off the car and the engine itself shuts off it kind of shudders as it shuts off because some of those gases are coming back into the combustion chamber so atkinson cycles have a little different than a reaction to cutting off than a regular car regular car just cuts off it's kind of like a diesel that just stays running for a second so they're weird all right well that's going to wrap us up for all Autocorrect today. Our board engineer is Michelle McAdoo. So for Allison Walker, who you can follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as the Lady Auto Mechanic, I'm Liz Gill, but we hope you'll join us again next Thursday at 10 a.m. for Autocorrect when we'll be taking your calls on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.